Pro Group Management. Workers' Comp that works for you. Welcome to Nevada Newsmakers on the broadcast today. Two extraordinary women, Helen Foley, President of Foley Public Affairs, and Sophia Waite. She's an engineering project designer with Loomis & Associates. They're here on the whole show for an all-new Nevada Newsmakers. The Nevada Builders Alliance has been protecting the interests of the construction industry for over 50 years. Our programs save members thousands of dollars every year and allow them to provide much-needed benefits to their employees. Our industry also allows Nevada to grow. If you're thinking about a career in the construction industry, reach out. And if you haven't thought of a career in construction, what are you waiting for? We are the Nevada Builders Alliance. What do you count on? You count on your power every day. At NV Energy, we've always powered what's important to you, but we're not looking at the past. We're focused on the future. While our standards are high, our rates will remain low. And our commitment to renewables isn't just meeting standards, but leading the way. Because you can count on more than just your power. You can count on the company who brings it to you. That's our promise. You can count on it. Early in the morning or throughout the night, professional truck drivers are on the job, serving you safely moving freight that's crucial to our economy. From the oldest industries to our newest innovators, from the exotic to the everyday, trucks are everywhere, moving everything. Never afraid to embrace a future that makes Nevada and our nation stronger. Trucking moves America forward. Pro Group Management is the place where companies can find workers' comp solutions that are designed to meet their specific business requirements. As regulations evolve, Pro Group takes a proactive approach to clear the path to make sure your business stays ahead of the curve. Knowing your workers' comp program is optimized, you can focus on other important matters related to your growing business. Pro Group Management, workers' comp that works for you. This is Nevada Newsmakers with host Sam Shad on No Holds Barred Political Forum. Now, from the Nevada Newsmakers broadcast headquarters, here is Sam Shad. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we are pleased to welcome, as always, Helen Foley, the president of Foley Public Affairs, former state senator. Pleasure to have you back on the program. Thank you, Sam. So uh, we've got the primary. Uh, uh, it's it's going to be, as we're airing this show, the primary will be going on. And I just want to get your thoughts on what a crazy time this is. First of all, your thoughts on the Republican primary slash caucus. What do you make of that? Well, I think it's very unfortunate for Nevada because we look foolish. Uh, you know, now with, with all of the, the complaints about fraud and you can't trust an election, and then the Republicans go and do this, it's a, it's a terrible thing. You know, we did have a primary in Nevada for many years, and then it was determined to be too expensive, so we went to the caucus system. But the caucus is very limiting in that you have to be able to be free certain times of the day, so parts of the population would not be able to attend. So in 2021, the legislature decided to create the presidential primary. What they didn't do, and they left a loophole in the law, they did not specifically say how the parties would allocate delegates. 
And so the uh, Republican Party decided they were going to ignore the primary and go ahead and do a caucus instead. Well, they are having a primary because it's state law that there's a primary. So some people applied to be in, in the, the primary, but then others paid $55,000 to be in the caucus. And a group from the Republican Party that was very strongly in Trump's corner uh, said, if you're in the primary, you cannot be in the caucus and vice versa. So when, when Republicans got their ballots this year, they said, well, where's Donald Trump's name? You know, th there are uh, seven individuals, including Mike Pence, Tim Scott, and Nikki Haley, who had all signed up for the primary. But Donald Trump's name is not on there. So a lot of people were saying, oh, it's those darn Democrats. They're trying to keep Donald Trump off of the ballot, which is not true at all. It was the Republicans that said, if you're in the caucus, you are not in the primary. So it causes great confusion. But the thing that is worse than confusion is it causes distrust of the system. And so you're going to have someone win the primary which will probably be Nikki Haley, if uh, none of the above or none of these candidates doesn't beat her, that could be a, a possibility as well. But you'll have someone win the primary and then two days later you have a caucus and the only delegates that are going to be allocated are those that are within the caucus. So it's it's a beauty contest for the for the primary election, but it's, it's ugly and it didn't need to happen. And we're going to look silly on the national stage. Oh, I, I couldn't agree with you more. And the fact that the caucus is two and a half hours. So if you're not available during that two and a half hour period, you're out of luck. And all those people that are getting that uh, primary ballot are thinking that there's a steal going on. And my concern is that, you know, the, the hurt on the Republican Party is, are people gonna wanna stay home and not bother voting in the general because they feel that they were cheated in the primary? Well, I, you know, I think we have that problem anyway because you've got two old guys running and there's a malaise, there's a, you know, th there is no excitement in the race. Uh, there, there's a problem with, with the Democrats as well and, and I'm sorry about that because I think Joe Biden is doing an incredible job. I think about when he came into office, we had a president who was saying maybe we should drink some bleach to take care of COVID. We had 33% unemployment in Nevada. Our whole system of, of uh, workers comp and, and, and uh, trying to get unemployment uh, insurance. It, it was it was terrible. It was terrible. We were going down so hard. In fact, we fell harder than any state in the nation. And he was able to rebuild confidence in rebuilding programs for infrastructure. When our clients said, we don't need you anymore because we don't have any business. And all of a sudden, everybody was home locked up and hosing off their grocery bags. I mean, do you think about that it was just a couple of years ago and how much better we are today. We are strong and one of the reasons is, is because of, of Joe Biden and his administration. Okay, so let me jump in here. We've only got a couple of minutes here left. Um, 
one of the concerns, as you point out, is that we have two older gentlemen running for the presidency. Um, and the second one that's a problem for the Democrats is that a lot of people don't have confidence in the vice president should something happen to the president. Are you concerned that we could see 2014 all over again where the Democrats stayed home and the Republicans were able to take a lot of seats? Well, the, you know, the Republicans have been doing a horrible job winning elections since that presidential race. Every one of them, they've, they've been losing. They were supposed to be a landslide victory two years ago, and, and they didn't. I really like Vice President Kamala Harris. I think she does a great job representing the administration. You know, a vice president does as much as the president wants him or her to do. When you take a look at her compared to Mike Pence, who was so far up, you know whose rear end, you know, that was disgusting. He was a big fat zero. And now you've got a vice president who comes out, who talks about women's rights, who talks about um, African-Americans and equality, who, who is ready to defend the administration at all times. I think she's fabulous. All right, and that's where we have to leave it. Um, we shall see, as I say, uh, the first airing of this is on primary day. We will have you come back very shortly and we can uh, look at what happened. Helen, thank you so much. Always a pleasure to see you. Thank you very much. And we'll be right back. Retail's impact on Nevada's economy, enormous. 8,600 businesses, large and small, employing 145,000 workers. And last fiscal year, retail paid tax on nearly $60 billion in sales. We're the Retail Association of Nevada. We support retail, we help it grow, and we mean business. R-A-N-N-V dot org. Find your fortune during the $150,000 Lucky Fortune giveaways at Tamarack Casino. Cash and free play giveaways every Thursday and Saturday, including $5,000 cash guaranteed and $40,000 in grand finale giveaways. Your good times are at Tamarack Casino. As you know, Reno is booming. Toll's development company is helping it grow with insightful design and development, building community with every project, adding beauty, adding excitement, emphasizing our shared humanity. Reno is becoming bigger. Toll's development is helping it become better, more livable, more enjoyable. To learn more, go to tollsdevelopment.com, tollsdevelopment.com. Save money and take transit. Did you know you can ride the bus all day for less than what it would cost you for a gallon of gas? Plan your trip now by going to rtcwashoe.com. Big R in Sparks is located on Bering Boulevard next to Smith's and across from Reed High School. It's a 50,000 square foot clothing store and a whole lot more. For the cold days ahead, jackets, hoodies, flannel shirts, insulated bib overalls, thermal underwear, beanies, and merino wool socks. Big R. Hardware, clothing, and a whole lot more. This is Nevada Newsmakers. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we are delighted to welcome to the program for the first time Sophia Waite. She's a project designer uh, in engineering with Lumos and Associates in Carson City. It is a pleasure to have you on the program. Thank you for having me, Sam. You are very welcome. I love to have young women on the program 
who are involved in fields like engineering uh, because I think it's such an encouragement to other young women uh, to get involved in these fields. So let's start out with how you got involved, and I know it starts with your grandfather. Yes, it definitely does start with my grandfather. Um, he was a civil engineer for, for 25 years, um, worked for Bechtel and, and traveled all over the world on, on some incredible projects. So from a young age, I heard all about the, the world travels that I might encounter and, and some of those difficult projects. Um, Where, for example, was he working, do you recall? Yeah, he worked a lot in, in Kuwait and Singapore and China. Um, and then, of course, initially in his career, just all over the United States, my mom every year was, was moving, <laughs> so never was in, was in the same school. And, and his stories intrigued you to the point where you wanted to get involved? Because you know, most kids don't think about being involved in civil engineering. Of course. I think initially there was a little bit of um, headbutt on the conversation. He was always pushing it on, on all of the grandkids. Um, but as time went on, just my innate kind of love for, for math and science and for problem solving. And then it got around that time where you were making your decision of what major in, in college. And it just kind of all clicked for me right then that that would be a, a good place for me to kind of lead on his legacy. Okay, so when you were in high school, yes. um, did you do really well in all those different classes? I did, yeah. I, I took um, AP Physics and Chemistry, and, and those were definitely my best subjects, and of course, Calculus. Um, so always, always kind of knew that some field of engineering would, would be best for me. Okay, so wh what different choices were you thinking about when you were heading towards college? Of course, yeah. I was kind of leaning towards maybe chemical or mechanical engineering. Um, so what would, that, what would that be? Would you be building chemical plants or something like that? Yeah, it's a lot of like the petroleum industry, um, a lot more chemistry heavy. Um, and as you, you go up, it, it definitely gets a lot more difficult with like organic chemistry. Um, so to just kind of lessen the load a little bit, um, I decided on civil also just is a little bit more focused on kind of the environment and, and water resources, which I, I, I love nature and, and so that kind of is what sealed the deal for me. Okay, so uh, you went to UNR? I did go to UNR. Okay, so what, what was your major when you went to UNR? Uh, initially, it was engineering undeclared, um, but about six months in, I, I decided to focus on civil. Okay, so did you start getting interest from companies pretty much as soon as you started at UNR? Um, I wouldn't quite say that, um, but there was definitely um, companies would come in that would talk to different classes and kind of expose you to all the different areas that you could be in. Um, for example, I, I remember Loomis came in and, and talked to us. Um, um, so just a good way to kind of get exposed to all the different engineering fields and I was definitely a little unsure so reached out to um, people that were in the field other than my grandfather to see you know what they liked best about it what their day-to-day -day looked like and that's what I'd recommend to somebody that maybe isn't sure what what to pick okay so so what were they saying to you that that, that continued your being intrigued yeah um, I think a lot of it falled on that kind of that problem-solving that day-to-day -day looked looked different and unique um, you know, the projects change pretty rapidly or, you know, every day looks very unique in our world. Um, one day you're working on one project and then and another day it's it's something completely different. Um, right. So it's, 
it's ever changing, which is really exciting. So were there other young women uh, in your college classes? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, a little bit of discrepancy there, maybe maybe 20% female, 80% um, men. So you definitely kind of felt that um, walking in. Um, but there was a lot of professors that were women, um, which I think really helped kind of make you feel comfortable and know that there was opportunities for you there. You know, it's funny because, you know, my mom was a math wizard and she wanted to be an accountant and this would have been the 1920s, right, 1930s, something like that. And she was the only girl in the men's class and yes. they laughed her out of the class. Oh. And so she ended up being a bookkeeper, which was fine. It, yes. it utilized her talents. And she also utilized her talents uh, to tutor all the neighborhood kids in math. So they, she helped them get through grade schools. Um, but back then, if you were a woman, you weren't going to get in. So 20% is a really good number by comparison with one. Yes, absolutely. No, as, as time has gone on, there's it's definitely a lot more uh, open and, and there's so many more opportunities for us. So I'm definitely grateful for that. Okay, all right, let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll talk about some of the projects we're involved in, all right, Perfect. after this timeout. The casino industry drove Nevada's economy for decades. By the 1990s, however, the state's sole industry was in sharp decline. Many were losing their homes, many were leaving the state. Is Reno on track to be the Detroit of the West? was an October 2010 Reno Gazette Journal headline. Nevada knew it was time for a change and a time to diversify. Story County took that lead, took risks, invested tens of millions transforming its desert into a place of opportunity and a future for Nevada families needing something new. That desert now provides thousands of high paying tech, advanced manufacturing and energy careers at companies like Tesla, Panasonic, Google, Switch and Redwood Materials. Story County transformed Northern Nevada forever and the tide of opportunity has raised all vessels through construction contracts, high paying careers, and the power of payroll. Tens of millions have been generated in sales and property tax, permits, and other revenues for Reno, Sparks, Washoe County, and for all of Nevada. Enough, in fact, to generate a surplus after public services are provided. And best of all, a sustainable economic climate has been created, enabling our children to stay in Nevada and live prosperous lives in their home state. Story County, improving Northern Nevada one industry at a time. Forget the weather outside, there's a blizzard of points inside the Carson Valley Inn during the 15 million points giveaways. Drawings every Thursday and Saturday, including four 1 million point winners guaranteed. And don't miss the 2 million point grand prize giveaways. It's the 15 million points giveaways at the Carson Valley Inn. For 50 years, Nevada Heating has been keeping people comfortable in their home. At Nevada Heating, call the Do It Right guys and get the heat back on today. Call us today and we'll fix it today. That's the Nevada Heating way. Why freeze for days on end when Nevada Heating can get your furnace fixed today? Call us today and we'll fix it today at 323-5585 or schedule us on our website at nevadaheating.com. This is Nevada Newsmakers. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we continue our conversation with Sophia Waite. She's a project designer in engineering with Loomis & Associates. And explain the EL. 
The EI, yeah. I, I'm sorry, EI, right. It's, um, it's engineering intern or engineer in training. Um, and so there's levels of certifications as you go up as an engineer. Um, so the first one is you're coming out of school, you take the FE exam, which is about a six hour exam. <laughs> um, all over. Holy moly. Yes. Um, it includes things like, like surveying and, and um, open channel flow, which is like actual pipes. Um, and so it's, it's very in-depth. And then as you progress, I'm just about a year out from acquiring my PE, which is the professional engineer. And that's where you actually kind of stamp the plans. Right. Um, so just about a year out from that. Well, Loomis & Associates is a legendary company in northern Nevada for yes. sure. Um, what kind of projects have you gotten involved in so far? Yeah, so I'm in water and wastewater. Um, so I do a lot. Two really big issues. Yes, very, <laughs> very biggest. important, absolutely, especially for Nevada in particular. Um, so I do a lot of pumping stations. Um, they're called lift stations, and it's basically where at the lowest point in a gravity system, you need to bring that water up to a higher, higher elevation. Um, and so some of the big projects I've worked on is like the city of Reno lift stations, which we just finished about eight months ago, so it's just now kind of heading into, into the construction section, which is really fun to kind of see how, how your design actually looks when it's put into the ground or um, built on the site. So. Well, and you know, one of the things that's kind of interesting, and, and not a lot of politicians talk about this, uh, but you know, dealing with sewage and the sewage treatment is going to be the biggest issue when it comes to growth in the area, because if they don't resolve that, and it could be hundreds of millions, if not maybe even a billion dollars for, uh, for Reno Sparks and Marshall County to be able to deal with that. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's not the most glamorous um, no. <laughs> thing to say you're working on, but it's, it's so important. I think, you know, being an engineer, you don't really always think about how much impact you have on a, a community, right? But um, everything we do is, is underground typically, so you don't see a lot of that, but every day you wake up to brush your teeth and your water comes out. So, right. <laughs> you know, that's, that kind of boils down to us. So I think you, you have a great impact to, to actually give back to your community in a way that maybe you didn't think you could. All right, so, so if you're getting a chance to talk to young women out there um, who are in high school right now and, and trying to think about you know, what they should be doing for the future, what do you say to them about getting into the same kind of field that you're in? Yeah, I mean, I, I would, I'm a little biased, of course, but I would definitely recommend it. Um, and I think a good way is, is kind of what I did is, is to reach out to people that might be in fields that you're interested in. I know um, that we'd be happy if you ever walked into the Loomis office, we'd be willing to give you a tour and kind of walk you through some of the projects that we work on. And um, there's a lot of, um, opportunities that maybe a high school or a college is going to be, you know, willing to give you. Um, and if anyone's ever worried about kind of the financial aspects, there's lots of great opportunities for women in engineering. Um, basically, my entire school school career was paid for, which is really wonderful. Um, uh, to say the least. Yeah, and I, I owe a lot of that to the Nevada Women's Fund. Um, really wonderful um, nonprofit in our area. So if you're kind of hesitant to to maybe look into a career like that, I recommend kind of reaching out and, and just finding your opportunities, um, looking at LinkedIn, you know, expanding your network the best you can. All right, so now we've got to talk about your side hustle. Yes, okay. absolutely. So, so explain what this was, how you got into it, yes. and, and how well you did with it. Yes, so um, I own a Boba Babes. It's a 
Um, it's a boba tea business, and we're focused on organic and, and fresh products. And if boba, if you're not familiar with it, it's a kind of a bigger form of a like a tapioca pudding at the bottom of a fruit or milk tea. Um, and I got into it. I was besides just you know math and science. I really loved the business aspect. I took entrepreneurship through high school, um, and so it was just always kind of itching for something to do. Um, but of course, with, with engineering being you know, quite a demanding career, I had to pick something that was a little bit easier to start. Right. Um, and so with my business partner, um, Shaylin and I, we, I actually utilized my MBA as I went back to UNR to do the Sontag pitch, um, which is kind of like Shark Tank. Um, and so that gave us an opportunity to reach out with other, with other companies like Dragonfly, um, batteries which actually when we were building out our full trailer um, they provided the batteries for our system which is like 25,000 couldn't ask wow. for a better wow. commitment um, and so we built out that trailer last summer and officially started running it um, and we had done it about two years before that just kind of on a event pop-up basis um, but now this is the full the first full year that we'll be debuting the Boba Babes trailer, so we're really excited to see where that goes. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, do you have any thought on where you would like it to go? Yeah, we've actually kind of been partnering, um, so we're out of Carson City, so we do a lot of work with actually WNC. Um, it's, Boba is a um, very popular kind of in the, in the younger groups. Right. Um, so we um, had a, an event with them last fall for breast cancer awareness where we dished out a hundred pink boba drinks. Um, and so that was a really great opportunity. Um, but you can catch us at the farmer's market in Carson City. Um, we'll also like at the Taste of Downtown and, and hope to be at maybe um, some of those larger events like Carson Valley Days and um, candy dance and things like that. So Sounds awesome. Well, good for you. It yeah. sounds like you are well on your way. Congratulations on all you've accomplished so far. And, and come back because I got a funny feeling that uh, there's going to be a lot more accomplishments before you're done. Thank you. That means a lot. Thank you. And pleasure to have you on the program. Yes, thank you so much. And we'll be right back. Imagine a magical garden that feeds Carson City's hungry and homeless teaches our high school students agriculture, creates hanging floral displays to beautify downtown, and yet charges nothing. It's not magic. It's the Greenhouse Project. It's real, it's growing, and it needs your help. Go online to carsoncitygreenhouse.org so together we can grow it forward. 7 at 7 is a newscast built for your smartphone. It's a seven-minute newscast available every weekday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. at lbrj.com. We don't waste your time, and we give you the day's top stories. We at the RJ have noticed some similarities between us and a certain BTS character, RJ. Plus the latest in Las Vegas business, weather, health, and entertainment news. 7 at 7 streaming now on your smartphone. Southwest Specialties has been making the homes and businesses of Nevada beautiful for more than 20 years. Their experienced designers and craftsmen create the walkways, backyards, water features, and a variety of outdoor cooking areas that add curb appeal and value to your investment. Call today or visit them at their website and see how they can make your outdoor spaces special. Southwest Specialties, creative, 
distinctive, beautiful. Modern boutique Ahern Hotel and Event Center sits at the heart of the Las Vegas Strip. Two floors of meeting and event space are ideal for groups and conventions. Stay in one of 200 luxurious rooms and suites. Brand your event throughout the property. Flexible event spaces make for easy planning and personalization. Take over the entire hotel with a full buyout option. Thanks for watching Nevada Newsmakers. You can catch us online 24 hours a day at nevadanewsmakers.com or you can download the podcast wherever you like to get your podcasts. We'll see you on the next broadcast.